Welcome to the Wear Wag Repeat Podcast. I'm Tori Mystic. As a dog mom lifestyle expert, blogger, and business owner, I love talking to other women in the pet industry and sharing their advice with you every week. Sit, stay, and listen to the latest episode. In today's solo episode, I'm talking about one of my favorite marketing tools, email marketing. It doesn't always sound as fun as Instagram, but I'm going to tell you why I think all pet businesses and pupfluencers should prioritize their email list. Learn the common mistakes pet business owners make with their list, such as collecting addresses and never using them. I'll also share a few of my favorite automations you can implement in your email list now to foster relationships with your customers and followers on autopilot. Finally, I'll share how often you should be emailing your list and the best software I recommend for managing your list and sending emails. If you want to learn more about email marketing for your pet business, you can go back in the Wear Wag Repeat archives and listen to episode number 38 with Kelsey Gallipo of Barkland Grace or episode number 44 with Michaela Vargas of Pet Marketing Unleashed. All the tools I talk about today and in those episodes are listed in the Wear Wag Repeat resource guide. Get free access to the guide by going to wearwagrepeat.com slash guide. There's over 150 tools and resources on the list. You'll find recommendations for the best camera equipment, landing page builders, and even the best self-development books loved by petpreneurs. Head over to wearwagrepeat.com slash guide to access it. All right. Let's dive in to uh, email marketing. A couple of reasons why email marketing is so great is because an email list is an audience that you own. You might have heard people say this before, but I'm going to just hammer it into your mind because it's very, very important. As an Instagram expert, I see people all the time saying that their Instagram account got deleted, got hacked. Um, They're in Instagram jail. They've been shadow banned. A whole slew of issues that people have with their email or I'm sorry, with their Instagram account all the time. And the wonderful thing about email is that you really can't get shadow banned on email. I mean, I guess you could show up in someone's spam folder, but that's not really the same as being shadow banned. You probably really can't have your email list hacked or deleted or anything like that. So it's a much more secure and safe way to keep track of your customers, your followers, your fans, um, the people who you are influencing out there, and the pet parents who love to follow what you're doing. So it's very, very important to have an email list. Another really great thing about email is that the conversion rate, which means like how many people take an action or make a purchase based on what you're doing, the conversion rate on email can be three times higher than the conversion rate on social media. So this applies to the pupfluencers out there too. I'm talking directly to you with this one. Um, I think a lot of pupfluencers 
don't use email. I know a lot of you don't use email <laughs> um, because it just seems like such a businessy tool. And maybe when you first started doing pop fluencing, you weren't really thinking of it as a business. But now maybe you're a rep for some brands. Maybe you have affiliate links for a couple of products and brands. And you could be using email marketing to actually make more money off of your dog influencer account. So um, the conversion rate on email is so much higher than it is on social media. So if you've always been using social media to get people to buy the products that you endorse, you might want to consider using email as well. And you could be making three times as much money. So that's pretty convincing. I also just want to point out that since I've personally gotten more consistent with my emails for Wear, Wag, Repeat, I have gotten way more traffic to my blog. Um, I am on chart to surpass my traffic goals for June, thanks to some creative email and some really great posts that I did this month. Um, I've also had more sales in my shop, thanks to consistent emails and targeted emails, and I've had more downloads of this this very podcast that you are listening to all thanks to email. So um, now I want to dive in and talk about some of the common mistakes that I see pet business owners making with their list. Um, one of the mistakes that I see all the time on blogs, on websites, and even on social media is that people make it really hard to sign up for their email list. You want people on your list. People want to join your list. So why not make it really, really easy to them? If you have a website, I would recommend that you put a sign up form in the sidebar. If you have a sidebar on your design of your website, I would put some sign up forms mixed into the content. If you're doing blog posts, or maybe you have um, long lists of products, you can get plugins and different things that you can put an email sign up form right in the middle of all of that content. So the rate when people are like, really excited and they're diving in deep to whatever it is that you are doing or selling or talking about, that's when you want to get them on your email list. You might also want to put an email sign-up form in the footer of your website at the very bottom. Um, there's a lot of different ways that you can embed that on your website. So make it really easy for people to sign up. I almost don't think it's possible to have too many places, although I'm sure someone would challenge me with that. <laughs> um, but it is not too many to have one in your sidebar, one in the body of your content, and one in your footer. You could also experiment with doing a pop-up on your website. A lot of people um, historically, I think, thought that pop-ups were very annoying, um, but actually there's been a lot of kind of regulation about pop-ups now, so they can only cover a certain part of the screen, um, and there's a lot of smart ways that you can use them. So, you know, if your browser can detect that someone's trying to leave your website or something, or if they've been there for over 15 seconds, uh, you can set up a bunch of different rules about when the pop-up pops up. And that's a great way to collect email addresses. It's not annoying, I promise you. The people who are landing on your page want to get to know you. So make it easy for them to sign up for your email list. All right, now the second common mistake that I see pet business owners make is that they collect email addresses and then they never send out any emails. 
What are you guys doing? You're collecting really valuable email addresses from people who have gone out of their way to say that they're really interested in what it is that you have to say or what it is that you're selling. And then you just leave them high and dry. And we don't want to do that. <laughs> we want to make sure that when people sign up, that you are communicating with them, you're making them um, feel heard, and you're you're showing them why it was so worthwhile to join your list and showing them the value that you bring to the world and to so many pet parents. The third common mistake that I see a lot of times in pet businesses is that people give away everything in their email. So I mentioned before that one of the perks of having a consistent email strategy is that I've gotten a lot more traffic to my website, to my shop, to my podcast, everything. And that's because I write my emails in such a way that I tell people what I'm talking about this week, and then I provide them a link to go read more. So this gives me better click-through rates in my emails. I think it gives me better open rates because it's not like I'm sending them a big, long novel that they have to read. I'm just giving them a nice little teaser and then a link where they can go learn more. So don't give away everything in your email. Don't put your entire blog post in there. Maybe just put the first paragraph or put a little summary about why someone should click through and read your story, look at your new products, or whatever it is that you're email is about that week. Okay, now for the really fun part, automations. I love using automations in pretty much every area of my business, but in email marketing, it is so, so important and it can make your life a lot easier. So I'm going to give you three different options here. One is very basic, one is intermediate, and one is more advanced. Now, the basic way that you can automate something is by scheduling your emails to go out. I'm not really sure if this constitutes an automation because it's not really like a complex if this happens and that happens, but I still say that scheduling counts as an automation because your email is going to automatically go out to your list at the date and time that you have scheduled it for. Now, this is a huge time saver. Um, I have caught myself many times, you know, saying, I want to send out an email every Tuesday morning or something like that. And then before you know it, it's Tuesday afternoon, it's Tuesday night, and oh crap, I did not send out an email. So if I can just get my act together in advance and write my emails maybe the week before or the day before and then schedule it to go out on Tuesday morning, it's much more likely that that is going to happen instead of just telling myself I'm going to write this and send it out on Tuesday. Um, So scheduling your email is really great. I also use scheduling for sending out reminders about this podcast. You might be on that segment of my list depending on how you signed up and how you joined the list, but every Wednesday morning I send out an email that uh, includes a little blurb and like the bullet points of what's happening in each new podcast episode. And I send that out to my list. Since I record my podcast usually about a month in advance, that means I can go and schedule those emails out for the entire month because I know what each episode's about. I know who my guest is. I know what we talked about. And I already have that kind of special segmented list of people who like to listen to the podcast. So Scheduling your emails is a huge lifesaver. 
Now, the intermediate automation step is setting up a welcome email sequence. Now, I said the word sequence with special underlining and bold on it because I want you to send more than one welcome email. Okay, wrap your head around that. When someone signs up for your list, usually they'll get some kind of an email that says, thank you so much for joining. Here's your 10% off coupon or um, expect to see emails from me or make sure I'm not in your spam folder or all that kind of like basic stuff. You know, whatever it is that they signed up for, maybe they signed up with a freebie and you're sending them the PDF that they've requested. Now that's really, really great. If you have that, you are ahead of the game. But if you want to take it to the intermediate step, you can add more emails to that sequence. So maybe the first day they sign up, they get that one with whatever freebie they asked for, or the discount they asked for, or something like that. And then maybe the next day or two days later, they get another email that says, hey, I just wanted to make sure that you've seen some of my most popular content. If you are into dog training, you can read this post. If you're into dog nutrition, you can read this post. If you want to know more about how to hand wash the collars that I make, you can go over here to this page and you can kind of help them get to know you and get to know your brand. Maybe a few days after that, you've automatically scheduled this email in a sequence and you tell them more about you and how you started your business, what your current dog is, what dog you had when you started your business, um, different ways that they can get to know you. Maybe a week after that, you send them another follow-up. Maybe three months after that, you say, hey, you know, you've been following me for a while, do you want to take it to the next step? Why don't you leave me a review? Or, you know, are you following me on Facebook and Pinterest and all these other places? You can set up an automated welcome sequence that has as many emails as you want in it. It could just be three emails that go out over the course of a week, or it could be something really complex with like 20 emails that go out over the course of the next year. So Really, you can be as creative as you want, think outside the box, but just remember that one welcome email really isn't going to cut it. You've got to schedule in a bunch of things to help people get to know you. Um, And I have found in my own business that's been very, very effective. Are you enjoying this conversation as much as I am? Whether you're a longtime listener or new here, I want to thank you for listening in. It's important to me to amplify women's voices in the pet industry. If you want to help me do that, you can leave a review for my show in the Apple Podcast app. Reviews help me get more listeners and book big-time interviews. Through the end of July, leave a review and you'll be entered to win a $50 gift card to the Wear Wag Repeat shop. Just go to my show's homepage on the Apple Podcast app from your phone or computer and write an honest review. I'll announce the winner on a future episode and in the Wear Wag Repeat Instagram feed. Now, um, the advanced automation I want to share with you today, I touched on it a little bit earlier when I mentioned that I have segmented lists for my podcast. Um, The advanced automation you can do is setting up special tags or like categories 
for people based on their actions with your brand. So you might have a certain tag of people who um, bought from you on Black Friday. You might have a separate tag of people who um, have been your customers since day one. Or maybe, you know, you put certain links in your email, like you put a link to um, check out the sale page. And you can put all those people into a separate tag and say, these people like to shop sales. And so you can send them out dedicated emails about sales. Um, You might have a separate email tag for people who are full price customers. And you can let them know when there's like a pre-order or something new or an exclusive offering because you know that they are not turned off by price as much as some of your other customers. So setting up email tags um, is something that you can probably do in any um, email software that you're using. I use ConvertKit and there's really no limit to what I can do. So um, when I'm promoting my online course, Instagram strategy for the pet obsessed, I will set up a bunch of tags on the links in those emails. At the very bottom, I'll say, hey, if you're not interested in learning about this course, click here and I'll take you off all the course emails for the remainder of the next two weeks or the next month or whatever, but I won't take you off my entire list. So that way they don't have to unsubscribe. They can just opt out of the course related emails because maybe it just doesn't apply to them. So um, the advanced automation of setting up tags is definitely something you should look into if you're not already doing. Uh, I hope I have your wheels turning about all the different options and really, really cool things you can do to fine tune your email strategy so that the right people are getting the right emails. Now, a lot of this has been sort of geared towards pet business owners, but if you're still listening and you're a pupfluencer, I want to talk to you a little bit about how pupfluencers could use email. Uh, I think a lot of people started off, you know, they just wanted their dog to be famous on Instagram, but maybe now you're getting approached by brands to do sponsored deals, or maybe you're um, a model or an ambassador for a brand and you get a commission or an affiliate commission off of certain sales that you direct to their shop. If you're doing anything like that, you could be using email to make way more money and get way more buzz on your posts. So once again, I'm going to share like a basic and then an advanced way that you could be using email. The basic way is to just share a digest of what you've been talking about on Instagram this week. So maybe you send out an email on um, Friday or maybe you send it out on Sunday. You know, there's really, I don't think there's any rules anymore about what day of the week you send your email. Um, You just have to find out what works for you. But you could send an email sometime in the week that just recaps what you've been talking about for the last five to seven days. Um, So maybe you shared a story about going to the vet or getting your dog vaccinated or a dog-friendly place that you went to or you went to a birthday party and you want to share some photos and some advice on how to organize a good dog birthday party. (laughs) Um, You could do all of that in an email and once again, link it back to your Instagram so the people who are signing up for it can go back to your Instagram account and just kind of catch up with what you've been doing. So don't give away everything in the email. Make sure it's just kind of like a teaser. 
Now, the more advanced way that Pupfluencers could use email is to share photos and news about products that you are a rep or an ambassador for. Now, for this, I encourage you to make sure that you look up what the guidelines are for any influencer um, or affiliate networks that you are a part of. Some affiliate networks do not allow you to put affiliate links directly in an email. Um, I am not 100% sure on which ones do and which ones don't. So just make sure that you read the fine print and do your research on that. But if you have an influencer network that doesn't allow you to put links directly in an email, you could always use the email to send people back to a website or a landing page or something like that where you have put all those links in a very handy-dandy way for people to access. Um, and in terms of getting people on your list as a Pupfluencer, you can put a sign-up link in your bio. If you have over 10,000 followers, you can certainly link to sign-up forms from your Instagram stories. Almost any email service provider that you're using will have a capability to make a landing page. And if you can make a really simple landing page that just says, hey, I'm Becky, and this is my schnauzer. Um, please join our email list or something like that. You could set up a super simple landing page and just have that be the link in your bio or have that be a swipe up link in your stories. And that's a great way to start collecting email addresses. Now, a few email best practices, like I just mentioned, I don't think there's a best day to send an email. It really depends on what you're doing, um, what your audience responds to, and you know what's going on in the world. Maybe you want to send it out on a Saturday afternoon because it's relevant to a current event, um, something like that. I don't think there's really a best time of day to send an email. Again, it's just up to you and your audience to figure out what works for both of you. If you're really unsure, you could just send a poll out to your audience and ask them what day and what time they want to get emails. And that could be a way that you decide. Now, how often should you be sending emails? People ask me this all the time. And personally, I think that you should send an email once a week. If you have a lot of segmented lists and special customer tags, you might be able to do more. Um, since I started sending out a special reminder about new podcast episodes, I actually do two a week because I do one to my general list and one just to the podcast people. I might also, if I'm doing a flash sale in my online shop, I might send out send out an email just to people who have shopped in my shop before. And that's kind of um, a third email that would go out to a small segmented list. So it's it's really up to you. Again, um, I would not send an email to your entire list every single day. That's probably going to get a lot of unsubscribes. Um, but sending once a week, I don't think is going to be annoying to people. Sending once a month is maybe too infrequent and they're going to kind of forget who you are in the three or four weeks in weeks in between, especially given that there's a lot that goes on in any given week these days. <laughs> um, now, when you're writing your emails, a lot of people are like, oh my gosh, I just get like writer's block. I don't know what to write. I freeze up. I don't know what to say. So I would recommend that you would just imagine that you are writing to your bestie, one specific person. So I um, actually have like a made up <laughs> ideal customer that I write to all the time. 
Uh, and you could have a, a made up person that you could write to, or you could have like an actual person in mind, maybe one of your Instagram followers who you DM with a lot. Just imagine that you're writing them an email and it makes it a lot easier to write. It also will make you seem a lot more familiar and friendly to the people who are reading it and it will help your subscribers get to know you better. Now, remember to keep your emails short and to point them somewhere else to learn more. So don't send them a whole novel. Don't make it really, really long. Just give a little summary, maybe some bullet points, and then a link to click here and learn more. Now, the software tools that I recommend for email marketing, um, there's, I mentioned email service provider, and that's a term that just means like the software you use to send out your emails. A lot of people use MailChimp which is really, really great. Others use MailerLite. Uh, I personally use something called ConvertKit, and I really love it. It's a little bit pricier um, than some other options. MailChimp, I think, would be the cheapest option to start out with. Um, but ConvertKit actually does have a free version now, um, up to a certain number of subscribers, I think. Um, so if you wanted to check that out, it's a, it's a great platform that will grow with you, and it integrates with Shop and Teachable and everything that you could possibly want. Um, speaking of Shopify, I use a tool called Privy for the pop-ups on my Shopify store. And then I use Zapier as uh, to set up an automation. I talk about Zapier all the time on this podcast, but I use it to set up an automation to have all the people from the Privy pop-up on my Shopify um, who check out on Shopify and give me their email address or who sign up for my online course through Teachable, I have Zaps set up that send all those email addresses and those people's information to my list on ConvertKit so that it's all in one place and it's nice and tidy and I know where the people came from. So I hope that all of these tips were really useful to you and that you are inspired to get more consistent with your email strategy. If you have any questions, you can always find me over on Instagram or in the Wear, Wag, Repeat Labs Facebook group. I love talking about email marketing and I'd be happy to geek out with you on it. Uh, I also wanted to thank everyone for leaving reviews for this podcast recently. It means the world to me. It helps me get bigger and better guests. It helps me get advertisers to pay for this show so that I can keep producing it. Um, it's really, really great to get reviews, and um, I read every single one. And as a matter of fact, I want to read one right now. So this is from Heidi. You can find her on Instagram at Heidi and Hope Pet Services if you want to follow her. And this is what she wrote. She said, I absolutely love Tori and her podcast. The amazing petpreneurs she interviews are not only interesting and inspiring, but super helpful and resourceful. Being a pet business owner myself, I really appreciate all the work Tori does for the pet community. Oh, Thank you so much, Heidi. That was such a lovely message and such a wonderful review, and it means so much to me. I'm really, really glad that I can do something that so many people find a lot of value in. So remember that if you leave a review between now and July 30th on Apple Podcasts, you will be entered to win a $50 gift card to the Wear, Wag, Repeat online shop. So thank you in advance for all of your reviews and good luck winning that gift card. 
What did you like most about this episode? Find me on Instagram at tmystic and let me know what intrigued you or what questions you have about starting or growing your own dog-inspired business. You can also screenshot this episode and tag me in your stories. I love to see who is listening out there. Some of the best conversations happen after the episode, right? So track me down over on Instagram or join the Wear, Wag, Repeat Labs Facebook group to connect with other dog-obsessed entrepreneurs. And as always, you can find all the links and resources discussed in this episode at wearwagrepeat.com slash podcast. See you back here next week.